Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Misunderstood and Overlooked. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson from the Bible that is a true Bible study. Sometimes we read through the Bible and come upon areas that might be hard to understand. Well, this week the preacher will take some of those very areas and enlighten the listener. And often these areas aren't as hard to understand as we make them, and a lot of times they hold exciting and encouraging Bible truths that we can use to grow. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, I'm going to ask that you take your Bibles this morning and turn to 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel, the fifth chapter, 2 Samuel, the fifth chapter. I know that, uh, I know that Memorial Day in, in our present society has turned into a holiday where, generally speaking, uh, people commemorate anyone they know that's died, and of course, that's not really the meaning of it, so we try to uh, stay with... Uh, the actual meaning of it, and that is those that gave their lives in service for our country. All right, Second Samuel chapter 5. Um, this message was born of my Bible study this week, and if you've been around here any length of time, you know that sometimes I'll preach to the occasion, whether it's Christmas, New Year's, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, uh, things of that nature, and then sometimes I'm not led to do so. And uh, this morning I wasn't led to do so, and uh, what happened is I got reading my Bible, and one, two, three, four, within five chapters, four, four biblical stories that I think are as misunderstood as anything in the Bible. Um, how many of you have ever had somebody say, well, I, I don't believe the Bible, and then they cite something out of the Bible that they think is either a contradiction or is really egregious, and, and they, okay, more than half of the hands went up, two-thirds of you. And uh, this is not uncommon. As a matter of fact, uh, a misunderstanding of the Scriptures has fed a lot of skepticism, things we often call problem texts, where you know, you read one portion of the scripture, it says something about an event, and you read another portion, and it seems to say something different, and it looks like a contradiction. And uh, typically, that's a result of people that don't investigate a little bit further and study it out. Uh, they just pull things out of context. But there are some stories that I'll have to admit, and a couple of them are here this morning we're going to look at, that first time I read them, I just like, whoa, what's that? And so uh, I got reading my Bible in one, two, three, four in a row, and um, sometimes I'll be in the Bible and I'll, I'll just go, you know, I need to preach on that, and I need to preach on that, and I need to preach on this. And to be honest with you, it, it, it actually generates a certain amount of frustration for me because I, I know I'm probably not going to get there. Uh, I'm just, you know, the sermon ideas are more than sermon opportunities that I have. And uh, in fact, I've even threatened, I think I'm going to have a special week-long meeting sometime and invite myself in as a special speaker and so I can preach all these messages that are waiting to be preached. And uh, when I got through with this section of Scripture, I, I said, I need to do this sometime. And I thought, no, sometime is this week. And uh, we're going to look at, at these four stories that I think are as misunderstood as anything in the Bible. And I believe they'll shed some light for you. 
maybe clear up some misunderstandings, and in the end, I think, help you appreciate uh, the grace of God and our Lord Jesus Christ, maybe more than you ever have. Now, the time of this writing here in 2 Samuel chapter 5 is, is circa 700, right around 700 B.C., and it's at the, the early reign of David as a king. It's during the early reign of David as a king. And so the first story I want us to look at is found in 2 Samuel chapter 5. 2 Samuel chapter 5, and it starts in verse 1. The Bible says, Then came all the tribes of Israel to David unto Hebron, and spake, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. Also in time past, when Saul was king over us, Thou wast he that lettest out and broughtest in Israel, and the Lord said to thee, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, and thou shalt be a captain over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king to Hebron, and King David made a league with them in Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. And David was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 40 years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned 30 years uh, 30 and three years over all Israel and Judah. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem unto the Jebusites, and the inhabitants of the land. I get to understand that Jerusalem, you know, we were reading in the news and seeing in the news where we're moving our embassy to Jerusalem and we're acknowledging uh, that as the capital uh, in behalf of Israel. But uh, keep in mind, uh, Israel had not claimed Jerusalem yet, but the Jebusites had. And I'll explain to you in a while why that was the case still up to this point. And it says, Unto the Jebusites, verse 6, the inhabitants of the land, which spake unto David, saying, Now watch this. Except thou take away the blind and the lame, thou shalt not come in hither, thinking David cannot come in hither. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, the same as the city of David. And David said on that day, Whosoever getteth up to the gutter and smiteth the Jebusites and the lame and the blind that are hated of David's soul... He shall be chief and captain. Wherefore, they said, the blind and the lame shall not come into the house. Now, at first, this looks like David had never heard of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Doesn't it, at first glance? And uh, I, I've, I've even heard it suggested just how, how warped and twisted this was uh, on David's part. But this is from a complete misunderstanding of the story and not understanding what was going on here. What the Jebusites were saying to David was, you can't come into the city because we are so fortified that our blind and lame could defend this city and turn you away. Now take your Bibles and go to the book of Judges. Go backwards to Judges and go to chapter 1. And a little bit of history here would go a long way to understanding the long-standing problem that the Jebusites presented with Israel claiming this piece of ground. See, this wasn't a piece of ground or a city that's only recently been in dispute, as we have seen in the news, but this is, this is an, ancient, an ancient issue. So you go to Judges chapter 1, and uh, Judges chapter 1 and I'll take you down to verse 20. And they gave Hebron unto Caleb, as Moses said. Now keep in mind, once you're in the book of Judges, Joshua, or excuse me, Moses is gone, Joshua is gone, and the 12 tribes of Israel are still trying to 
to conquer and fortify some of the land that was given to them by the Lord, lay claim to this. And the Bible says in verse 20, and they gave Hebron unto Caleb, uh, as Moses said, and he expelled thence the three sons of Anak. And uh, the children of Benjamin did not drive out the Jebusites that inhabited where? Jerusalem. But the Jebusites dwell with the children of Benjamin in Jerusalem unto this day. So they weren't expelled under Joshua. They weren't expelled during the time of the judges, and they were well entrenched. So now we get to 2 Samuel chapter 5, and uh, David comes against the city, and the Jebusites are, are mocking him. The Jebusites are mocking the Jews. Now keep in mind, this was a young man that in 1 Samuel chapter 17, when he saw Goliath mocking the armies of Israel, he got fired up about it, did he not? And, and, you know, the rest of the soldiers, frankly, were quaking in their boots. They didn't know what to do. They didn't think that they could handle this guy. They didn't want to take the challenge on. Saul didn't. He was shedding shoulders above everybody else. And this guy is saying, send me a man to fight. And finally, David asks around, finds out what's going on. And, uh, you know, the, the, the heat rushes straight to his head. And he says, is there not a cause even after his older brother told him, hey, go back, kid, to the sheep. You know, take care of the sheep. And David was fired up and said, isn't there a cause? Somebody's got to take this guy on. And so they are mocking David. They are mocking Israel. And they're saying, look, you're blind and lame, or our blind and lame could defend this city. Our soldiers could walk away, and we could send our blind and lame to the walls, and you couldn't get in here. Now, that turned out to be a challenge. And if you look at verse 8, David's reply in verse 8 does not mean he hated all the blind men and the crippled people. David was referring to the boast that the Jebusites had made, and he hated that boast, and they're ridiculing the power of God. In other words, it is said in sarcasm. It was adopted by David's men. <coughs> 2016, Hillary Clinton given a speech and uh, decided that half of the country belonged in a basket that she called what? Deplorables. If you believed in the Second Amendment, yeah, if, if you believed that the, the, the Bible was the basis of our republic and a handful of other things that a lot of conservative and um, right-wing and um, average Americans and especially Christians believed, then you belong in this basket she called deplorables. Uh, I believe she lost the election over that statement. Because you know what half of America did? They went out and printed t-shirts that said, I'm a deplorable. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Misunderstood and Overlooked by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have been taken through some of those places in the Bible that seem to be difficult to understand, or maybe they are just completely overlooked. The Bible commands us to study the Word of God, and it's for good reason. Reading and studying the Bible will help us all grow closer to Jesus Christ. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, 
If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.